Welcome to another Aflame teaching session. We hope you enjoy this special message by Hank Kleinschmidt. Okay, so I want to share with you a few stories to stir your faith, go a little bit down memory lane. I want to share with you about kingdom now. Kingdom now. The kingdom of God is the superior reality. We have to live in that reality. God wants us to become more aware of the heavenly reality than the earthly. And I, and this is what I feel God is saying to me over and over again. Andre, stop looking other places. I love that impact player song that came. Hallelujah. You must bring out a, a Stevens top 20 one-liner songs at some point. <laughs> that was just that's so powerful. But when we look at him, when we look at him, and that's what I feel God is saying to me over and over again, look at the hungry, don't look at the complacent, don't look at the critical, don't look at the complainers. You know, I just realized how much time I've spent trying to get people to do stuff that it's just not their time. Or, and I just realized God saying, hungry, hungry, focus on the hungry, because then things are going to break open. Then things are going to break open. And, 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 and I've, I've been just so blessed just praying with Hank. And I really feel there's a divine partnership. It's just so much fun to sit there and somebody else is clapping it. It is incredible. It's beautiful. There's such power in partnership. There's such power in partnership. Together, we go into places we could never have gone. Hallelujah. So it's good. I'm just saying, Lord, nothing anymore. I'm not doing anything anymore on my own. I once experienced going to Angola. I went about 10 days before the team. I went on my own to Angola, to a Portuguese-speaking nation in the 2000s somewhere, it was terrible on my own. Terrible, sitting in restaurants, eating on your own for 10 days. It's terrible. That's why Jesus sent them my two by two. Two by two, hallelujah. So I'm not, not doing anything on my own anymore. So I saw a vision in the last few weeks just of, of that realm overshadowing this realm, like overlapping. The heavenly realm overlapping this realm, and then that world changes this world. And that's what we're longing for, for God to come. So I want to just uh, read Mark chapter 1, verse 14. I want to stir faith tonight. I hope your faith already stirred quite a bit, but I, I feel God wants to touch our eyes to see the army behind the army. And that army is much larger and, and, and in this world, it's just so easy to see all the negatives. Would you agree? It takes no faith to see what is wrong. It takes no faith to see what is wrong. It is easy to see things just going wrong. But it takes faith to believe God's going to turn it. That's what takes faith. And that's why we need to see beyond the army assaulting our cities and our nations to see the kingdom of heaven marching, the angels of heaven, the armies of heaven marching. And I just feel God is wanting, He wants us to partner with the angels of heaven. I've had this on my heart for weeks now. Lord, 
Bring in the heavenly armies, because then the unusual miracles break out. Come on, say unusual miracles. Unusual miracles. That is what God wants to do, because that's when He gets glorified. You can see it in the Scriptures. It is the significant miracles that get the attention of a city, and then multitudes turn to Jesus. And that's why we need to go after that. We need to ask God for the more. So come on, say it. We're going to export revival. We're going to export revival. We're going to export revival. Come on, I'd rather die believing than live in unbelief. I'd rather die believing than live in unbelief. Hallelujah. So Mark 1 verse 14, it says, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. No, we know this verse, but it's so powerful. He preached the good news of the kingdom. And he said, the time is fulfilled. The time, the time. I feel the Lord is saying, this is the now time, the Kairos time. There's a clock that's been ticking and we're stepping into the Kairos time of the Lord as a church here in East London in Jesus' name. Kairos, Kairos. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom is near. The kingdom is at hand. So this is something the Lord spoke to me years ago. One of the first revelations I had when I started to pursue the kingdom, I was just like, stretch forth your hand. Come on, stretch forth your hand. Stretch forth your hand. So how far is the kingdom? It's just there. It's there. The kingdom is when we stretch forth our hands, the kingdom of God, the time is fulfilled when faith is present. And then the kingdom of God comes. Time is fulfilled. The kingdom is at hand. And the kingdom is at hand to those who believe, but it's out of reach to those who don't. It's out of reach to those who don't. And I believe we are a faithful people here tonight. Amen. A faithful people. And they says, repent and believe in the gospel. You see, if we want, if we desire the kingdom of God to, to, to manifest through our lives, we need to repent. Meaning realign our lives, our hearts, our thoughts, our everything, align it with the kingdom. And this is burning within me. I'm just continuously praying, God, I surrender more. I'm available. What do you want to do, Jesus? I'm saying yes. What do you want, Lord? I'll give it. Because God, I just want you. And I want you through me. I want you through us. I want you to transform lives, God. I want you to show up, Lord, that will just absolutely rock our worlds. Come on. God, we desire you to show up in such a way that the city would be rocked. In Jesus' name that our families and our loved ones and our friends and our colleagues and our neighbors would hear that there's a God in East London. Amen. Because there's a God who wants to reveal Himself. But He's looking for a people who would repent. Not just, I'm not saying repenting continuously about our sins and stuff. Yes, repent if there's sin and the Holy Spirit convicts you. But then it's just surrender more of ourselves to Him. And so this has been burning in me over the last month or two. God, I want you. 
I want you. I'll go through this year again, Lord. <laughs> I'll do it again. Because I know on the other side of massive disappointment is massive breakthrough. There's something about that journey when stuff happens and negatives happens and people die and stuff comes against you and you're just like, but he's still good. He's still good. No matter what. And there's something that happens when we go through this stuff. It strengthens our faith. It takes our faith through the furnace. And I'm saying, Lord, burn until only you remain. Until only you remain, Jesus. Less of us. And as Hinkers will be sharing, that Christ rise within us. There is such freedom. There is such freedom. You know, it's said, so when you travel, it is really easy to preach because everybody looks awesome and they think you are awesome. <laughs> and when you preach in your own environment, it's like your own demons come and knock on your door the whole time. And you're like, oh, I don't feel very awesome, Lord. <laughs> but I tell you, when revival breaks out here, then you can export it to the nations. It's easy to preach somewhere and God moves. But when God moves in the church where we all come every week, then you know God is in the house. Amen. Amen. And I believe God is bringing, He's giving us grace right now to surrender more, to, to desire Him more than anything. I don't know if I've ever been as focused as I have the last two months. I'm just like, I'm not interested in anything else. Jesus, just you, just you, just you, God. It's incredible grace that I am experiencing. And I believe God wants to pour that into us because that's the only way. A supernatural hunger, desire that draws us into Him, draws us into Him, draws us into Him. And in that place, there's absolute freedom. Absolute freedom. Absolute freedom. Come on, say absolute freedom. God is wanting to bring freedom. Oh, and my beautiful wife, God has used her very powerfully over the years, even the last two months with her struggling again to sleep. It's just like, God help us. But in 20, 2009, 10, 11, you know, we were really struggling. And uh, as I shared earlier this morning as well, you know, we went to India and in that season, you know, I haven't seen God move powerfully in me. And we are all in that space at some point in our lives. You're on that line. You haven't really seen it through your own life. You haven't experienced it yourself. You haven't, you haven't, you hope, you dream, you, you, you hope God's going to do something beautiful, but you just don't know. And I remember going to India, as I said this morning as well, I was just like, I was terrified. I was terrified with all the demons in India. I'm like, God, help me. And, and we were a Sunday morning sermon and we ministered at church and it was, you know, I, I just had this word. I had this word in my heart where the Lord said, he's going to pour out healing. And he said to me, Andre, step out. Trust me for healing. So I told the pastors, I was emailing them. And again, I was like really stressed and I was really, not, I didn't have a clue what I'm doing. I said, we're going to preach the gospel and we're going to pray for the sick. P.S. We are absolutely clueless. People could die. <laughs> and then I deleted it. <laughs> so the first Sunday morning, you know, 
it was nice, you know, it was, God was working, it was fine, you know, it wasn't very awesome and I was super intimidated. And then that evening we were a small church, very poor church, and, but it was like that biblical meetings, you know, where it was a smallish venue, but everybody was packed and everybody was standing out into the street and everyone wanted to see what's going on. And in those days we had the ministry team, they were dancing and we had all fine kind of skits and stuff. Now we just go by the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. But <laughs> we, they were, everybody wanted to see what's happening, what's happening. And I preached my heart out, preached my heart out, and I'm like, God, please show up, please show up, please show up. And so now the Indian people are they're like lining up and then the first person that comes to me is in a wheelchair. <laughs> Lord, where's the headache person? Please, can I just have something easy? <laughs> so I prayed for the wheelchair person, praying, 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 and I'm not feeling the presence of God. I'm like, I'm just hearing crickets. It's like, there's nothing happening God is not in sight. And I'm like, this is officially going to be the worst meeting the world has ever seen. And it's going to be the longest meeting the world has ever seen. There's so many people and we need to pray for you. Nothing's happening. So I prayed for this guy and I was just really freaked out. And then the next person I prayed for was an eight, seven or eight year old boy was born mute. And I think my son was six years old at that time. So when I saw this boy, my heart just broke. I went on my knees. He hasn't spoken a word in his life in that eight years. And his eyes were dark. There's no one home, no emotion, nothing happening. And I was just like, I was like, Jesus, if, if you were here, he would speak. <laughs> and so I, I just had this compassion flooding through my heart. I looked him in the eye and rebuked that devil that was keeping him from speaking. And then he spoke, hallelujah. <laughs> and it rocked my world. I cannot explain to you. It rocked my world. And then he spoke, he said, Jesus. And then he said, hallelujah. And then, I mean, then just healing. Those were, the, some of you guys were there. It was part of, the, were part of the team. And then God just started to heal people. It's like, God is in the house. I was like, thank you, God. I'm not crazy. Rocked my life. I tell you, when you move from that space, when you're hoping, you, you're hoping, you're hoping, you're hoping, and then you step across the line and you see it. You can never unsee it. You can never go back. You can't go back. You can't go back. That's what happened to Hank. He's seen it. You can't go back. You can't go back. You've seen God show up and you just know the world needs to see this. That's burning. And so people were just being healed. The one lady, I mean, she had this skin disease on her body and, and, and she just said, somebody's touching my feet, but there was no one. That must have been angels touching. And we've seen that so many times. But I tell you, there's a line that we need to step over and you need to push. And on the way to that, there's intimidation and there's fear. There's a whole lot of lies and a whole lot of doubts, and then you just do it afraid <laughs> until Jesus shows up. <laughs> and that evening we went back to the YWAM 
And brother Rion, one of our elders in church, he's a big man. And uh, he kept me awake at night. I was praying to the nights because the man snores like a bear. And so, oh man, and so the other night when I went back to our YWAM room, I remember just being there in the room. I was just at the, that evening afterwards, I was like, God, what was that? You just, you just like, I mean, we had deaf ears opening up. We had backs healed. We had knees healed. We had eyes healed. We had just a whole lot of beautiful stuff happening. And so I went home. I go, God, what was that? I was like, wow, God, what do you have for us? And I just felt the Lord say to me, you know, I was like asking God concerning the gifts of the Holy Spirit, what do you have for us? And I felt the Lord say to me, all of it, it's yours. There's no poverty in the kingdom. There's no poverty in the kingdom of God. And that has burned in me, just the seeking of the more, the more, the more. Hallelujah. And so God wants us, He wants us to step out even when we're afraid. Guys, that's where you need to go do missions. You need to step out. You need to pray for somebody. Hallelujah. So even though some of those nights, they know my brother Rion who sleeps like a, Wonderful man, he, he would give me, okay, Andre, I'm going to read the Bible for 10 minutes. Just sleep, just sleep within those 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, sleep, man, sleep. <laughs> Didn't work. Didn't work. But I'm a, I'm a better human being for it. Praise God. <laughs> Missions, it's fun. It's fun. But when it comes to the kingdom of God, you have facts and then you have truth. The kingdom of God's the higher reality. The fact is you might have cancer. The truth is Jesus died for that cancer. The, the, the fact is you might be struggling with something. The truth is Jesus paid for that already. And when the kingdom of heaven comes, you will experience His healing power. The kingdom now, the kingdom now. See this, this is the beautiful view. We are anchored in eternity. As believers, we can know that one day when we step into eternity, you know what's going to happen? New body, completely perfect, new mind, new every, everything perfect, perfect. That is your undeniable future. That's your future. Kingdom now is that you can take that and bring it here now. Now, that's kingdom now. Faith a religiosity says it's always in the future. Faith says now. Come on, say now. Now. Faith says now. Now. Through faith, we can access eternity and bring eternity. Your future reality, you can bring it now. That's available to us. So where does faith originate? True faith originates in heaven. You know, it's just, and it operates from there. So many of us feel that I don't have faith. I'm struggling with my faith. Now, here's the good news. God imparts His faith into us. It's not, even the faith is not you. You just need to ask for it and contend for it. So in Mark 11, 22, Jesus told His disciples, have faith in God. Some say a literal translation of this is, have God's faith. See, we can't boast in anything. <laughs> it's His faith imparted to us. Come on, say, God, give me your faith. 
Give me your faith. I believe God wants to, he wants to release the gift of faith into us. So when we were in Somerset Waste in 2018, there was a lady, her name was Debbie, 20 years of neck problems and pains. We prayed for her. She felt a heat on her neck. And then she felt two hands on top of her back, two hands on, on the top of her back, but there was no one there. And then she was healed. She couldn't even move her neck since she could move her neck and she was healed. Again, was that an angel? Was that an angel touching her? See, when angels show up, there is unusual miracles. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Now faith. I like that. Now faith. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. It's a confidence. It's the conviction. It is a realization. I know what I have in Jesus. I know what he's paid for. I have a revelation of what God did for me. You see, faith is the currency of the kingdom. Faith is to the kingdom what currency is to a nation. And a nation is messed in a, in a disaster without currency. And in the kingdom of God, without faith, there's also nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. You need to contend for faith. One of the biggest traps that we can make when it comes to pursuing the supernatural or miracles is to think that I can earn it. Biggest trap, striving. If I fast long enough, if I pray long enough, if I do enough, then I can earn the miracle. That's not how it works. The miracle is a gift. It's a gift because of faith. So yes, we pray long hours. Yes, we fast. Yes, we do whatever it takes to obey the Lord because we're contending for faith, not to work for the miracle. This is critical. Otherwise, you get into striving, you lose your joy, and you just feel so, so burdened. No, faith is something to realize what Jesus has already done. He's already done it. He's already done it. You can't earn a gift, but you can receive it by faith. You can't earn a gift, but you can receive it by faith. Jesus already paid for it, so it's a gift. Come on, say it, I'm going to receive it. By faith, you can receive it. Galatians 3 verse 5, it says, Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Answer is it's by faith. It's by faith. And it's by His faith, which is good news. Come on, say it. Lord, give me your faith. Give me your faith. You see, God, I preached about this last year, but God only hears one language. It's called faith. He doesn't hear unbelief. He's like, what? What are you saying? I don't understand you. Let's try that again. I'm listening for faith. I'm looking for trust. I'm looking for someone who's going to stand on my word. I'm looking for someone who's going to be just crazy for me, <laughs> despite circumstances, and step out and believe his word. It's by the hearing of faith. What is God hearing? I believe he's hearing faith tonight. He's hearing faith this weekend. Amen. Come on, say it. we are people of faith. Amen. And so the Lord has said to me this over the last few weeks, over and over again. Victory is a place in the spirit. 
Victory is a place in the Spirit. Victory, that place is being seated in heavenly place, that throne room, uh, sitting on the throne that God has prepared for you. You take up that place when you have faith. Content for faith and you are seated there. Victory is inevitable. It might not look like you want it to look like, but you're gonna have joy, you're gonna have peace, and you're gonna overcome. And Jesus will get glorified. Amen. Victory is a place in the Spirit. Content for faith. Content for faith. Content for faith in Jesus' name. So imagine every imagine someone buying a car for you, beautiful car. It's parked just outside of your house. The keys are hanging, Lord, in your on your porch, or it's hanging there at the door. It's there every morning. You walk past the keys, you walk out the gate, and you walk to work. And you're like, Lord, why don't you provide for me? He has, he has, he has paid. Jesus has paid for the car. Jesus has paid for your provision, for your healing. It's got your name, it's in your name already. He's paid for it. It is yours, just take the keys, the keys of the kingdom. Apply the principles of the kingdom and you're gonna access what God has for you. Amen. The keys are hanging there, just take it. I feel the Lord has said to me, He wants to transform beggars into sons and daughters of God. Come on, no longer beggars. So faith is killed. Five things that kills faith. Spirit of unbelief, listening to the opinions of man, listening more to or looking at circumstances more than to God. Unbelieving theology and disappointments as Hink shared this morning. So how do we release How do we use the currency of the kingdom? How do we apply faith? How do we use it? How do we use it? It's by the words we speak. It's by the words we speak. How do we use it? Through the words we speak. I saw a vision of of like an arrow flashing into a scenario, into a situation, and things turn from darkness to light, from sickness to health, from, from, from fear to, to hope and faith. And I felt the Lord say to me, it's the Word of the Lord. The Word of the Lord. The Word of the Lord shifts realities. So what are you speaking? And who are you agreeing with? Because a lot of us are agreeing with the devil more than we're agreeing with God. I can't. I'm useless, not gonna work, I'm a failure. What are you agreeing with? What are you saying? Who are you giving the weapons to? The devil or to God? The words we speak, you see, there are power in our words. Life or death is in the power of the tongue. I saw a vision on Thursday. I saw like somebody with darkness in the mouth, in the throat, Lungs down to the heart. And I saw the Lord coming and flushing out the darkness, removing the darkness, the, the heart that's unbelieving and speaking death. Flushing it out. Flushing it out. And then kitting us with the power of the Holy Spirit to prophesy. And I saw like a laser coming out of the mouth. A laser. And I had this impression in the army 
in the fancy armies, I'm sure South Africa don't have this, but in the f- fancy armies, they, 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 the soldiers would point a laser at a target and then the jets would come across and the bombs would fall right there where the laser is targeting. And I believe that's what God is calling you and me to do. That when we allow the Lord to cleanse us from the negatives, from the lies, from the unbelief, from all the darkness on our hearts and minds and and the words we speaking as it's flushed out, He's going to pour His Spirit into us. And then we're going to release His Word like a target, like a laser. We're going to target and we're going to say, be healed in Jesus' name. And then heaven's going to come down right there and bring healing. Explosions from heaven's going to come down in that place. Amen. So what's going to come forth from your mouth? What's coming forth from your mouth? What is coming forth from your mouth? God wants to come and cleanse you. So we were in Cambridge location. I know you guys have heard this, most of you, but amen. Come, let's go with memory lane. Let's remind ourselves of some awesome stuff that God has done. So on the Tuesday night, we're reaching out in Cambridge, we're preaching and we People coming to Christ and said we were running out of sick people. And then I prayed for this one lady, an aunt. And she said to me, could we please pray for two of her nieces, I think, or cousins, I'm not sure, but family members. She said they are in King Williamstown. Okay, for those who don't know, that's about 50 Ks away. And I didn't have much faith for distance. I want to lay hands on people. Yeah, now. And, and as, as, as we pastors do, we just know we're not like, this lady's not going to let me go. So we're going to pray. We're going to pray and we're going to at least look like we have faith. So we prayed for the two ladies by name. And uh, she came back, this lady came back on the Wednesday night and she told me both of them got healed that same night. And I'm like, are you sure? And I, like, I want evidence. Eh? I, I, don't, I just don't want to believe. I don't get emotional. I'm like, Is it genuine? She said, genuine. So on the Friday evening, the last night, the one lady drove through from King. No, Ola. Drove through all the way from King Williamstown to share with us. For the last three months, she's had intestinal problems. The doctors didn't know what's wrong. She's been in and out of hospital. On Tuesday night when we prayed, she was miraculously healed. She drove through all the way, 50 Ks, to come and give her life to Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? Amen. I love that. Power in words. There was a laser going to king. I don't know which direction is king. But there was a laser. The Lord knows. The Lord knows. There's a laser going to king. And some heavenly, the heavenly bombs dropped right there. And the devil fled in Jesus' name. Amen. So Matthew 8, verse 7, it says, And Jesus said to him, this is the centurion coming to Jesus with his servant that was sick. And Jesus said, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word. Come on, say it. Only, only speak a word. Only speak a word and my servant will be healed. And Jesus was like, wow. Now you can't normally shock Jesus, but this absolutely 
Like, what is this? I have not seen such faith in the whole of Israel. And then verse 13, then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. Love that. The laser was targeted and heaven came down. Kingdom now. Come on, say kingdom now. Kingdom now. Kingdom now. Miracles, it's a gift from God. The Lord is just looking for faith. He's looking for His faith in us. And we say, Lord, I receive. Come on, say, Lord, I receive. I receive. I receive your faith. I receive your faith. So we need to repent of all the ungodliness we speak and allow Him to cleanse us and let the fire of the Holy Spirit flood into our mouths and hearts. So come on, pray this with me as we repent. Say, Father God, forgive me for every ungodly word, every ungodly thought, for every unbelieving thought and word that has gone forth from my mouth. I cancel my agreement with the devil and I renounce the curse of the enemy in Jesus' name. And Lord, I receive the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, cleanse me, my heart, my mouth, my whole being of every unbelieving thing. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, out right now. Hallelujah. Amen. So Psalm 103, verse 19, last little bit. The Lord has established His throne in heaven and His kingdom rules over all. I like that. His kingdom rules over all the superior realm. His kingdom rules over all and His kingdom shall come and keep on coming until the whole earth is filled with the glory of God. That's what Daniel prophesied. His kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you, His angels who excel in strength, who do His word, heeding the voice of His word. Bless the Lord, all you, His hosts, you ministers of His who do His pleasure. There's a place when you and I, when we speak by the leading of the Holy Spirit, when it's the Holy Spirit speaking through our mouths, when we say, when we pray, when we proclaim, say over our children, our kids maybe have lost their way. And when, when we agree with heaven and say, Lord, I call my son, my daughter, my child back into the kingdom. When you agree with heaven, the angels listen, who do His Word, heeding the voice of His Word. There's a place where the voice of God speaks through you and me. And the angels are listening. And then they move forth. So we were in Argentina in 2015. And it was, I think, the second, third, last night. And we're having an outreach meeting. And I was praying the afternoon. And as I was praying, I saw a vision of the, the stage where I would be preaching and I saw a massive angel standing behind me. I've never seen anything like that. I saw this angel behind me and I was like, 
I think tonight's going to be good. <laughs> I think tonight is going to be good. And it was. So at the church where we, we were at, they've never seen miracles in that church. About 20 years before, the pastor's, a senior pastor's daughter died from cancer, crushed their faith, crushed their faith. They haven't seen miracles at all for 20 plus years because they prayed for her and it didn't happen. It crushed them. Hallelujah. But it won't crush us because we know our God is good. Amen. And so we come and we come to preach and share and, and God starts to break out miracles to start to happen. Beautiful things happen. But that evening, a lot of unbelievers, a lot of people, half of the group of people there didn't know God were from a religious background maybe, but didn't know God. And so I preached my heart out. And then at the end, I just started to get these words of knowledge of, you know, um, variety of things. And so about 50 people came forward, standing there in the front. And, and so the one lady, the senior pastor's mother, she has been deaf in her one ear, completely deaf in one ear, and I think a hearing aid in the other ear, for 60 years. Her dad abused her, physically beat her to the point where she lost her hearing. So now I am declaring, you know, I hear, I hear ears. God wants to hear, He wants to heal ears. So now a whole lot of people are standing there and I'm like declaring healing in Jesus' name. And then I ask if anybody better and the hands start to go up. I'm like, they probably don't understand. Interpreters getting it wrong or something, you know. And then the mom, this, this lady, she took out her hearing aid and then she started to shout, I can hear. You should have seen the faith in that house. It just exploded. And then God started to move in incredible ways. So many healings, so many God encounters. Because they, they knew her, senior pastor's mom. <laughs> and just rocked me. People were healed on the balcony. Lives were just changed. But I believe there were angels or an angel in the place touching lives. It was beautiful. So the, I heard a few days later that this Mom, she, she could hear the rain for the first time in 50 plus years without a hearing aid. Two days later, she was just enjoying the rain. Isn't that beautiful? A church that was, they were crushed. And then Jesus showed that they, they organized a special meeting for all the testimonies of people that were healed and lives were transformed. Come on. I tell you, when Jesus shows up, lives and churches are changed. Because he is good. And he wants to show us his goodness. Come on, say it. He is good. He is good. Amen. Psalm 107, 20. It says, he sent his word and healed them. He sent his word. What if you and I could live such focused holy lives where every word and every thought is, as Hank shared this morning, centered on the word of God? Centered on the Word of God. And it's just that, that when we speak, life floods forth. So I want to encourage you. Just start. Start. When it comes to your faith, don't wait for a crisis one day. And then, no, I need to trust. 
Start growing in faith now. Start with small things and then grow. Step out for bigger things. Trust the Lord for greater things. But allow your faith to grow because when the trial comes, because it's going to come, then you have faith. You know who your God is. You know who your God is. So trials are going to come. But what I enjoy about the trials these days is like, I'm, it's tough, but I'm handling it better than five years ago. <laughs> Sonic had told me the last while, like, Andre, well done. <laughs> You're not freaking out like you did 10 years ago. Praise God. Because huh? we don't freak out. We freak up. Yeah. Amen. Just the old, just a classic. Bring out a classic, eh? You guys know that one. You should know that if you've been with us for a few years. Praise the Lord. So sometimes out of the box, things happen. We were in Somerset West at the end of the meeting and there was a lady sitting on the side in her chair and, uh, and, uh, and we were praying for people and God was touching people. And then suddenly this lady started to manifest in a weird way. She was like, no, the weird things don't happen in this church until we visit. Praise God. So, so this lady is like going like, Eyes closed, and then she's like, Shah! I'm like, what is this? Is it a demon? Is it not a demon? Is it the Holy Spirit? You know, don't make assumptions. So I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> and as this is going on, and she's like starting to, to, to be quite loud, and it's like, like really wild. I just felt the Holy Spirit say to me, I'm, I'm wanting to heal her heart. It's actually emotional pain. That's manifesting in a physical way. It wasn't the Holy Spirit doing it. It was, it was her response to the Holy Spirit and to the pain on the inside. And so I just released healing into her heart. And then she started to laugh with this joy. And then she rested in the presence of God. Isn't that beautiful? Amen. Amen. God is in the business of healing. You see, the general will of God is that He desires you to be healed. That's His general will. It is His will to heal. Not everybody appropriates it, but it's His will to heal. Then there's a next level where the Lord reveals His specific will for the moment to unlock faith. And, 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 and this is what I'm feeling the Lord is saying to us. We need to discern what God is doing. And then we need to partner with Him in that. Because that is where extraordinary faith is released. Just God, what are you doing? Okay, you're doing that. Let's partner with that. Just be open. Whatever He wants to do. Don't have a fixed idea of what you want Him to do. Just say, God, what are, what are you doing? And then you partner with Him in that. Last verse, Deuteronomy 29, 29. It says, the secret things belong to the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever. The secret things belong to the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children. You see, in 2012, I didn't know about healing. But then as we pursued we received, it was revealed, the will of God and His grace and His anointing. And now we are possessing that and releasing it to the next generations. But you need to get a revelation. You need to contend for a revelation. 
Those things which are revealed belong to us. You don't have it because I preach it. You have it when you have a revelation of it. When your lights go on like, oh, I got it. I see it. It is the will of God to heal me. It is the will of God to heal through me. It is. Come on, say it is, it is the will of God. It is the will of God. It is the will of God. So faith is unlocked. Quickly, five things there. Hearing God's word, receiving specific revelation of God's will, hearing testimonies of what God has done, dwelling in his presence, because then you have faith, and receiving God's faith through the Holy Spirit. Glory. Amen. Worship team, come, come, come. So hear his word and contend for specific revelation. You need to get faith for what you are trusting God for. Whether it's provision, whether it's healing, whether it's salvation, whether it's freedom, you need to discover what Jesus has paid for you. So here's the good news. Jesus paid for your deliverance. The keys is within reach. Jesus paid for your healing. The keys are within reach. Jesus paid for your provision, for your marriage's reconciliation, for your, for your healing of your heart and your emotions. He has paid for it all. You just, the keys are there. I give you the keys of the kingdom. Just get a revelation of what's available to you as a child of God, and you can take that baby for a drive. Amen. Take it for a drive. Take it for a drive. It is time for beggars to be changed into sons and daughters. I felt the Lord say to me, it is time for beggars to be changed into sons and daughters. Discover what you have access to in me and my words. And one of the most beautiful ways that you can agree with God is what do what Mary did when the angel came to her. She said, let it be to me according to your word. He sent forth his word and he healed them. Let it be to me according to your word. Come on, say it. Let it be to me according to your word. Amen. Please stand with me. So this weekend has already been a massive success. This is just bonus. Just bonus. I prayed for a lady in Durban. I've never heard of this disease before at the time. And she said it's called trigeminal neuralgia. It's like the side of your face, inflammation and the disease in the, in the nerves. She said, it feels like somebody's taking a brick and hitting her in the face. It is unbelievable. They call it the suicide disease because it's so painful. Prayed for her in the name of Jesus and she was healed. Amen. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what it is. 
Jesus Christ is your healer. Let's agree with the Word of God. Come on, say it, kingdom now. Kingdom now. Thank you for listening to this session. We hope that you were blessed by it. For more information about the ministry, go to www.aflame.co.za or find us on Facebook and Instagram under Aflame Ministries. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.